can't believe that before I press record right now, George was just saying hundreds and hundreds of slurs. He yeah. was hate criming again. He slurs. can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. The the I feel the need, the uh-huh. need for bigotry. <laughs> My name is Julie Bindel. Bindle, I think. Bindle. It's funny because I finally read um, Revolting Prostitutes and Mm -hmm. she is name dropped in it, I think, more than any other. (laughs) Like, she's just super, like, anti sex work as well. She's She's just just there, like, "Um, if you sell sex, you're disgusting and you deserve to die. And it's like, oh, cool. So this is feminism, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's feminism. Yeah. Julie Bindle. She's just been evil for like 10 years at this point, I think. Yeah, I mean, for I think for a long time, yeah. for her whole life, yeah. born evil, <laughs> probably not. Um, I have no idea. Evil. Sounds like a British person, but that's like there's British people and then there's it. Julie Bendel. <laughs> <laughs> is it chapter chapter twenty? My ed- no, this chapter is chapter twenty one actually. We did 21. chapter twenty last week, and you're gonna be so lost not knowing about it. <laughs> yeah, gonna have no you idea. You missed another Janos chapter. <laughs> Once again, yeah. um, it is, it is cool how like every every time uh, George is on a on a high spell, people are getting really excited about it, which means <laughs> like it is. I like yeah. it. Which means that every time I do a chapter, people are getting less excited in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Just the horrible side effect. But the thing is, wait, like, well, there is no chapter twenty one. Yeah. That was a lie. It is chapter 20 this week. Oh, for fuck's sake. It is chapter 21. I did chapter 20 last week. It should be chapter 21. Do you have a chapter 20 after chapter 20? I've changed it now. It should be chapter 21. Ah. Welcome to our new segment, Teaching Your Father How to Use the Computer. (laughs) (laughs) It has chapter... Chapter 2, 6, 8, 9, 12, 14, 15, 16, Yeah, because it only 18, does, 19, it, it, only 20, does it if you mark it as a header. So it only does it if you do that, it's, which it's is what I can do. It's because of our formatting crimes. My brain, I've got weird energies today because I, I've actually worked for like two days in a row and I've sort of done work mostly. Oh. Mm. I'm having to relearn. Mm. Yeah. I'm anti that because I've been kind of ill. So I've been off for two days of work, oh, which is yeah. unusual. Hell so. Yes. I've been having a I mean, nice extended illness. weekend. I've been reading some economic theory. Oh, um, um, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robin getting really into the, uh, well, maybe Austrian. Yeah. Some Hi, Max? I don't know. Who, do you, who are you talking about? Oh, I can't remember his name. I'm already uh, into Karl Marx. Engels? No. Hegel? No, he, like, he was a libertarian guy. <laughs> Kant. That's not very well, that's nice. That's not a very nice thing to call. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's uh, a name like Eric Maria Mar- Remarque, but he wrote... Uh, oh, I know who Remarque is. Yeah, but he's a very little... It just the name reminds me of that. I don't know. Uh, I told you my brain was falling yeah, apart. Yeah, baby, I have no idea. I read one book today, so... <laughs> yeah, was, mm. it, was that the one that was bad? Yeah, it was the 23 <laughs> things that they don't tell you about capitalism, and I read it, and first of all, I knew all of the 23 things, which is not a fault of the book. Mm-hmm. Many people wouldn't. But also, it had this whole chapter about, like... <laughs> You're just that sounds good, actually. <laughs> it had this whole chapter about, like, 
you know, you need for, for capitalism to exist, you need people to start on equal footing. And he was there like, in the last 10, 20 years, he wrote this in 2010. Jesus. In the last 10 or 20 years, we've seen, we, we've emerged from equality. a period where racism now okay. doesn't exist. And I was like, it, he's there like, you know, we, we're in a world now where people aren't discriminated against. And I'm just reading it thinking, that's not true. You can't <laughs> just say, oh, well, we're making it legal for black and white people to attend the same university. And so they can, and there won't be any problems. Like, things structurally need to change it was an interesting book in that it was both very bad and quite good like he he had all the main points and then didn't investigate any of them yeah it's like he's like the problems are bad but the causes are very good very good yeah (laughs) yeah remember when capitalism used to work when everyone was on an equal footing i remember that oh yeah i was there Classic I times. When I used to be on an equal footing, but now I'm not because of the cultural Marxists. Yeah. <laughs> that's my air horn impression. That's um, right. Every dog in the neighborhood just started barking. So. <laughs> the thing about capitalism is right that it works. Just, oh. just not for me. <laughs> it works for some people. You can't deny that. Yeah, I can't. So, what works for some people? Yeah, capitalism. It works if you're like rich, you know. Oh. It works for you. Well, until does, the until does. the planet falls around the path around you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're the, the ravening hordes <laughs> break down your gates and tear you limb from limb. My ravening hordes, they wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> it's so funny how often I had to, like, <laughs> I had to listen to the capitalism works explanation. Like, it's the only system that works. It's the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, it works yeah. and we know it because we've tried out all of them yeah what is work what is works does a lot of lifting in that in that sentence yeah what does works mean <laughs> and it's honestly like, I'm, I'm very thankful it, for richard dawkins to have made the tweet about how eugenics works because it it just really <laughs> exposes <laughs> how little works means yeah it, it, it's like works it's, for what for who when how capitalism well, yeah, is working when i get hit by a car and then um, I die not from being hit by a car, but from catching sepsis that I could otherwise have treated in a hospital, except that I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, Most and of the things. The hospital says, no, sorry, give us your credit card, please. And I don't have one. Mm. So yeah. That's mm. capitalism working, is dying from sepsis. Capitalism working is when. Um... No, I can't think of anything. Um no. <laughs> <laughs> it really does I, make I, you think about how most things are just definitions and it's just definitions yeah. piled upon each other and that's philosophy it, yeah i know <laughs> wasn't that uh not wittgenstein the other bloke some german name they're all german maybe uh, Hegel. maybe it was wittgenstein can't oh sorry i did i said it again no <laughs> stop saying Oops. these horrible words <laughs> these naughty words we don't what if what if a, a child listens to this recording and hears you saying the word oh cunt? no Mm. what what if someone under the height of five foot seven listens to this recording (laughs) yeah i mean this this podcast is minor coded so if you're listening to this that's creepy this this podcast is marked as an adult podcast Mm. like we're like the god do you still have the chart open chairs is it spinoza you're thinking of patreon rankings um, um yeah we're the we're the 403rd ranked adult podcast worldwide yeah 
if on you're, Patreon. If you're horny our, our and looking through goal. Patreon, then we're the 403rd one you're listening to. <laughs> our main goal is to get to number one. Yeah. So, um, with, with that being said, now let me just um, <clears throat> read from my erotic diaries, okay. and then we can begin the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're Jesus not doing phone No, um, we're not doing. I was looking Robin's forward to that. <laughs> Uh, okay hello welcome to heart spell it's a podcast <laughs> that you listen to and you love and you think about and you dream about and you write fan fiction of and draw out of and you love it so much that you would die rather than never being allowed to listen to it again In Napoli, where love is king, when boy meets girl here's what they say this sounds very gay. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's satanic black magic. Sex shit. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much. Hey. If you, <laughs> if you're, a, if you're a public listener, then hey, how's the future? And if you're a Patreon listener, then hey, we like you more. <laughs> mm. If you're a public listener, if you're a public yeah, listener, then you didn't hear uh, the first like ten minutes of this. If you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're probably uh, cut out by the time this goes up on the free feed. So if you're a Patreon, hope you enjoyed this uh, extra content. You do. Yeah. If you're a Patreon listener, thank you for the money. We have all retired to our underground bunker to wait out the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. If you're a future listener, nice try getting away from the killer bees. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. For the, for the one I just posted, like on uh, uh, th this week's free episode, we only had like two and a half minutes of cold open. It's, it was That was insane. That's yeah. nuts for us. That is almost that's abnormal. That might well, be our shortest one. <laughs> but these we tend to try and sometimes sort of just get into it, you know. I mean, yeah. sometimes we don't, obviously. But sometimes we did. We last do. time we just got into it, uh, and that yeah. might have been because we started a little late. Um, mm. But yeah, Jesus we, can, we can really take our time today. We can really mull over the. Implications mm. of, of of the whatever world building Chaz is going to give us today. You're and, um, going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> you said yeah, I was I'm going sure. to hate it, which is interesting because I usually like I I have never hated a chapter. So yeah, I think it'll be yeah. fine. Actually, I think you'll just think it's funny. Um, so actually, it's fine. I don't. I don't think there's been a single chapter of Heartspell that I haven't found very good. So yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, we're hearing this from our fans. George, for instance, do do, do you enjoy Heartspell? Every chapter that you've heard personally, um, <laughs> yeah, who's it's okay, it's okay, it's it's like good for a, it's good for a laugh, but nothing more than that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I say that people say that about me as well. Um. <laughs> you're good for a lot more than a laugh. Don't worry. Um, yeah, you're good for a laugh too, though. I I just think about just not bad for a bird. But you know, <laughs> other than that, not great. <laughs> I do wanna, I do wanna talk about the newest campaign that I wanna do with Heartspell, which is get Heartspell a Hugo Award. Get Heartspell a Hugo Award next year. Listen, this year we're not out, we're not published. We're too, it's understandable. We're too late. I, anyway. I yeah. think my stance on get Heartspell a Hugo Award is that I will gladly accept it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do any of the work for it, so... Oh, well, it's fine. I just want the prestige, so... 
I'll do it. We're doing, <laughs> they're doing the work. What do you think this is? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, exactly. We're already yeah, putting I have so to, much work I have into to writing to this that I don't want to also <laughs> go through like nominating and finding out what the Hugos even are. I know George R. <laughs> R. Martin presented it last year and got cancelled for it, so that's... They're uh, fantasy and science fiction awards, but they also have a bunch of stuff for, like, related works. But the category that I think that we should nominate ourselves for, and other people should nominate us for as well, is Best Dramatic Presentation, brackets, long form. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. this award can be given a dramatised production in any medium... including film, television, radio, which I guess also podcasting, live theatre, computer games, or music. The work must must last 90 minutes or longer, (laughs) which we do by um, probably days at this point. The thing you got to know about the Hugo Awards. Maybe we should look into if a podcast has ever won a Hugo. Podcast. It must have done. Not until... The thing thing you've got to know about the Hugos is that it got involved in a huge Gamergate uh, culture war fight um, involving the people who do the awards and the people who nominate awards and they they called themselves the sad puppies and they started this huge campaign to try and take the politics out of sci-fi because they said it was getting too political (laughs) (laughs) which is very funny and this was this was a thing for like four years um but remember it and i said that seems dumb i just googled hugo award for uh for podcast and Apparently, there is also a Hugo called Hugo Award for Best Fan Cast, and it says uh, one of the Hugo Awards is awarded to the best non-professional audio or video periodical devoted to science fiction, fantasy, or related subjects. Um, mm. Not, I don't think Heartspell is eligible for this, but uh, maybe who watches the watch could like got could get the best fan cast one, and then Heartspell the best dramatic presentation one. Heart's I mean, we're, is... we're not a fan cast. No. <laughs> no, I guess we're a hater cast. No, no, it's not like a fan cast, like, um, here's the characters and stuff. Fan cast is like, it, it's kind of muddy. Fan with, ca- I, with... I, I thought a fan cast would no, be fan like a cast. fan podcast, right? Like, here's yeah, my it's, podcast. Yeah, it's like when you talk exactly. about it because you like it, and that's not what we are. As I said oh, before, that's that true. <laughs> the other ones are fan casts, but we're not because we're real critics. We can, um, we can stretch that definition. Hmm. <laughs> I know. I just don't want to be called a fan cast because I want to be serious journalism in in a, in a <laughs> funny way. <laughs> Look, if uh, I'm if... not a fan, I don't fan things. I'm not a exactly. fan. I, I am I a I am a cultural observer. <laughs> I mean, sure, I agree, but like, we we can't like shut ourselves out from glory just for I like guess. definition reasons. Okay, we go up. We get the award. We go up, and I go, "Thank you for this award," but we're not a fan cast. <laughs> Yeah, if I was to ever realise I was a fan, I would fill all of my Funko Pops, which are in <laughs> thousands, with uh, gun cotton and uh, set myself on fire with, with those Funko Pops until I <laughs> detonated in a beautiful, epic, oh my god, nerdy bazinga explosion. That would be so pretty cool. cool. I I'm... was alerted today to the presence of the, I don't want to name it, the the rainbow dash jar post yes yes you know it okay yes no. i found out about that today mm. um, <laughs> and it's I best not to think about it it is best not to Hold think on. about it hmm. it doesn't just, look oh, gone. <laughs> if you just google that 
then you'll find out what it is. But I would encourage you not. To. I would encourage you not to look at it. I found See, that's the kind of people I don't want to be associated with. I found a Twitter account that's so racist it thinks it thinks people from Northern Europe are like subhuman and not white. That's very unusual. Usually they're super into Norwegian shit. That's this is the logical conclusion yeah. of that sort of thinking. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, it's extremely funny. <laughs> I support I, this. I wish racists were like this instead of like powerful. Sorry, I'm still I'm still on a Hugo research thing. Robin, you said the best dramatic presentation category is the one you want to apply for. Yes, so, long form. This has been just to give you like a short, uh, you know, look into who won the previous ones. Um, yeah. Actually, last year, 2020, it was won by the Good Omens TV show. Epic. Well, how funny would it be, right, if we won it after the fucking Good Omens TV I think that was I, I only right. Imagine, my, this one imagine if be... I was a fan and then I was just, I was just constantly serviced. <laughs> I feel like good. this one might like, be extremely hard to win, though, because sure. all the no. nominations are like... The other nominations for last year were Avengers Endgame, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker... Mm. Yeah, Season one of Russian Doll thing, right? and Us by Jordan Peele. Like, they're all, like, See? really big-budget professional productions. <laughs> no, absolutely. But here's the thing. Yes. Um, if we do enough of a viral campaign... And also, like, <laughs> no movies have come out... No movies have come out in this past That's year true. because of coronavirus. So we're working on a leg With up. the best media. And I think even if... Yeah, and like Chuck Tingle, if we even get nominated, we can then slap Hugo nominees <laughs> mm-hmm. on everything we ever produce yeah. in the future. Which is half the prestige. Yeah, we just want to be. We just, just want to be. It's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> it would absolutely be an an honor if we get nominated for a category that usually gets uh, gets nominations just by like huge like listen Cause, listen cause i don't know movies to, of course I, but all the netflix productions they will be uh they will be nominated instead. i don't want to toot our own horn but we're better than the rise of skywalker and that's just an observable fact that's like we are but do I mean, we have true. the the powers behind us that can propel us to we could do it's up to you our audience to help us please tell your friends about this <laughs> podcast <laughs> I feel like God. Even though we're not a fan cast, it just say it just says non-professional science fiction or fantasy video or audio series published in the prior calendar year. We're not we're not a fan cast, but it is a, a cast that is non-professional. I guess, I guess. Uh, it is audio, uh, and it is science fiction or fantasy. So. Yeah, what we're saying is nominate us in some capacity for a Hugo Award. <laughs> To any category mm-hmm. you feel you feel like the, the, I, I I don't know if there's like a web series or like web show category I feel like the, as much as I hate the term fan cast right mm. mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's one we we have a shot at I think we could do it I uh I've been I've been getting into something called prone fan casting <laughs> recently <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah how does that work oh my explain God. expand uh, upon that you make a carpet out of shredded Funko Pop figurines. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. recycle them and use it to spin thread. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. And then you you lie on it and you talk about who would win in a fight between Iron Man, uh, Batman, and uh, Danny DeVito's Penguin. Mm. 
it's going to be Danny DeVito's penguin every time. Is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel bad even putting him in there because I like Danny. DeVito. I do like the Danny DeVito penguin is really good. I I feel like we talked about. Didn't we talk about Tim Burton's Batman the last watches the watch? Yes, yes, we did. I think we, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we talked did, about we the did. vet of chemicals, of course. That's classic bit. <laughs> but yeah, as much as I, as much as I like Jack Nichols and Joker, the uh, obvious Danny DeVito penguin is like superior. Um, how? I just feel, think maybe like as a next goal to get into Hugo consideration, we we would need like either a certain amount of patrons mm-hmm. or. Or listeners on our free feed. Let, currently, let's let's uh, let's be honest. We need buzz. We need that buzz. We need we, to be we heard. Need it. We need you to hit those hashtags. We need you to tell your friends. It's like it's, I always say this. It's like voting. Bring ten of your friends. Bring ten of your friends. Ten people. <coughs> ten yeah. people you know. Get that ten people your parents. Bring ten ballot papers. Uh, <laughs> I have not been able to convince ten people in my life. I know. Like, <laughs> about anything that's an insanely high number i don't even know if there's like 10 people i'd be comfortable with sending them a link <laughs> to check this out just get one friend into heart spell get one friend into it and then and then when they listen to it they will also get a friend into it i mean the thing is right we, we're reticent because it's this work it's, it's our art we're having that oh no <laughs> Don't look at my art, introvert thing. <laughs> yeah, we're always, like yes, we're, we're, listeners... we're, yeah. yeah, we're, we're always like that. Our listeners, yeah, we're always like that. Our listeners don't have that shit. As far as I'm concerned, all the listeners that we have at the moment have tried to get all of their friends into it already. Yeah. So I'm confident in the virality of this story. The virality, the virality, and the virility. It's got yeah. an R number of two. I mean, I we already got got some buzz. Right, like uh, I know Giga said it's weird for them to be known as the Paradise Killer Artist, but I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that's like the highest profile thing that we can like stick on our on our yeah. on our product <laughs> as as like we are a not a product, we are an art to form. Be, like, I hate you. I hate you calling it a product. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a product if we have, if we send it to the Hugos. We have to. This is, this is a bargain we have to make. It's a piece of it's artwork. artwork. You can't be uncompromised about artistic integrity and then also like show for <laughs> a big award. I just think it would be funny. Listen. <laughs> I would never show so for anything. We were just nominated. <laughs> yeah, we don't want it to try, but we just want it to happen naturally by itself, by you making it happen. Yeah. Among... The dear listener. Yeah. The Heartspell creators among the echelons of Lindsay Ellis and Chuck Tingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, mm. I hate those people. At least one of them. <laughs> Chuck's okay. I'm still not sure about the other Chuck's one. Chuck's well-meaning. They seem fine. They seem well-meaning. Um, anyway, should we should we <gasps> read a book today? I was just gonna yeah, say, like, let, maybe like getting some creden- some more credentials by like famous people would also be like as as much as we hate famous people, if we can be like you know. Character artist of acclaimed video game. Um, how do you? How do you? Jen, Jen said she might write a song for it, so then we'd be like, um, you know, acclaimed <coughs> musical artist, pure mothman. That that would be a good like stamp of approval on it. If we had like a real theme song, that would be like. <laughs> yeah. No, I see. The thing is about having a real theme song is I'd still want to do the shit I sometimes do for episodes. Where- 
We can also have a have a real outro song if that's better. Yeah, just like you know, I think we can just do what we want, you know. Yeah, this is my opinion. Is just do whatever. I'm just chilling. Let's let's read a let's book. Let's read a book. All right, we can also we can also do spell. that. We can also just like naturally be nominated for the Hugo's and win it. I'm I'm also fine with that. Okay, let's get into this chapter. Let's slip into something comfortable. Um, I'm slipping into my writer's outfit, which is mostly tweed. Let's read some Hugo-nominated fiction. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been thinking about it. I think podcasting is for people who wish teachers would tell them they're clever still, but like don't have any teachers anymore. I do. I struggle from that at work. I wish someone would walk into the room every five minutes and say, "You're doing really well." Yeah, just, just say like, "You're doing you're doing a good job." Yeah. But really, I'm just looking at copper alloy, and I'm like, "What? What the fuck is that?" I don't know. <laughs> And then it falls off, and then bits of it fall off, and I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> the thing is, like, if anybody ever says I've done a good job at something at work, I do remember it for the next week, and it makes me smile. Yeah. So this is yeah. true. And we're just doing that for each other. This is really what mutual yeah. aid is. Although okay, the way, let's go. The way you phrase that, Chaz, it sounds like every gay people be like tweet. <laughs> I, I know, that was intentional. What? Podcasters um, be like, please praise me, mummy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Chapter 21. <clears throat> Are you okay with this? Marco said, his expression tense. <laughs> and it's different from the neutral... Co- and... Hmm, I deleted a sentence here. <laughs> Are you okay with this? Marco said, his expression tense and different from the neutral... Cru- the neutral... The neutral <laughs> You wrote this. I know. I don't remember writing it. We had gathered one last time outside the Piazza San Pietro, the tall pillars shading us as the sun just began to peek over the horizon. Marco reached out as if to touch my shoulder, and then seemed to think better of it, letting his hand drop back down to his side. I reached out my own hands and took both of his, huh? feeling the strength of them, the tight anxiety. Not really, but if this is what we have to do to save Roma, then this is what we have to do. It should have taken more convincing than it did to us to agree with the heist that Tanya had laid out for us. Blueprints of the Roman Vatican spread out across the hotel bedspread as we all shouted our objections, only to be coolly shot down by Tanya's calm efficiency. The only conclusion I could reach was that she had been thinking about this, maybe even planning this, for a long time. I tried not to think about the context in which she would have previously been making plans to break into the Vatican, my new knowledge about her past and unsettling weight on my mind. Later, I reminded myself, when this is all over. This is it, said Tanya, swinging her backpack onto her back. Here we split up. The team, once a cohesive unit, looked at each other. We'd come from such different places and backgrounds, struggled so hard finally become a real family. <laughs> Whatever drama we had over secrets kept or which tube was murdered, we would forever be a family from now on. Even if we had to split up for the mission. I went and stood up by Kaylee, Tanya and Amelie, our team gearing up for infiltration. I looked at Kaylee helplessly, thinking, on how, thinking of how much it begged for her not to be included in the mission but was overruled. Too young, too inexperienced, but we needed all the help we could get. It wasn't like it should be safe for staying outside when the portal hit. Do you remember the thing? Tanya <laughs> 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 asked the supernatural team. Horace and Marco nodded, while Luke looked at the ground murderously. I tried to catch his eye, but he looked away. 
Luke, I said helplessly, you okay with this? Sure, he muttered. I'm in the freak squad for some reason. (laughs) I frowned at him. (laughs) Wait... (laughs) Oh. This is this is Marco's. <laughs> this would be Marco. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Done. Oh <laughs> 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 I think he's experiencing something very difficult right now. <laughs> Do you know why you couldn't get through the barrier? But I suspect the reason is going to have an impact, really have an impact on his life. It's the sort of thing that changes someone's life direction entirely. An inciting incident. <laughs> you make it sound like a story, like a film or something. Aren't we all the main characters of our own stories? Not me. I'd be a bad main character. <laughs> You're pretty significant in mine. (laughs) I blushed, distracted, and shook my head. I just had to trust Luke not to do anything stupid. It just felt so hard to do so when the Luke of today, so angry and bitter and strange, was so different from the Luke I thought I knew. So many of my preconceptions had been challenged by the events for the past few weeks. (laughs) Hilly, Tanya said, we have to move if the plan's going to work. I nodded, swallowing the last of my misgivings and following close behind her as we began to move through the cool city streets. As I did so, I took one last look behind me at Horace, Marco and Luke, feeling the bonds already stretching. Not just the magic one, but the emotional ones too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you again soon, I thought, and we'll all be safe. Forever this time. Any optimism I'd been feeling had begun to wilt after half an hour of trudging through the dank Roman sewer tunnels, my shoes coated in a thick layer of filth that I could only imagine would have scraped, would have to be scraped off later. Tanya had opened the sewer gate with a crowbar elegantly extracted from her backpack, and with the air of a limo driver opening a door for a client, had swept her arm to gesture at the open hole. <laughs> they say, this is the most holy city in the world she said (laughs) I gave her a black look before dropping down into the yawning black mouth there was no going back after this I had thought once I go through this round portal everything will change there was an eerie feeling about it like a a premonition of something yet to come (laughs) all four of us had dropped into the darkness and had been following Tanya in mute silence ever since I could feel Kaylee sucking just behind me, no doubt upset by the state of her designer, eye of newt TM trainers, and I put my <laughs> hand out to hold hers. She took it, squeezing hard, and when I turned to look at her I saw a bright fear in her eyes, her lips pressed into a thin line. Not sulking, I realized, but afraid. I gave her my best reassuring smile and she frowned at me. You look <laughs> like you're gonna vomit, she whispered, and Tanya turned around and shushed us. I shrugged helplessly patting her on the head and she ducked underneath my hand and glared. She looked less scared now, at least. We stopped at the end of the end of a tunnel after what felt like an eternity of sewer-smelling trudging. Under the dim light filtering through a grate on the ceiling, I could see, a ro- see old Roman carvings covering an arch in the stonework, the shadows making them seem far more twisted and strange than they really were. <laughs> One carving was a small vertical oval, like a stick of deodorant, 
two round <laughs> legs sticking out of the bottom and a rounded square shape in the middle. I touched it with my fingertips, brushing damp soil and cobwebs off it, but I still couldn't connect it to anything I knew that lived among us. I knew it was here, among us, said Tanya. I realised that what I had taken for her almost inhuman concentration on the way down had in fact been tense anxiety. You weren't sure? I said aghast. The whole plan was reliant on Tanya's suspicions being correct. It was almost certain. But we can know nothing for sure. She looked at me fiercely. The tunnel entrance could have been a myth. The book still not be here. The others could be killed by a demon before we complete our task. All is risk, Haley. I didn't like that she had hidden her doubts from us, sick of her keeping secrets. There's such a thing as reasonable risk. The others... You are not the only one who has someone they care about outside. Tanya was barely whispering now, and I shot a nervous look up at the grate. She sighed. It's not like our task is any safer. We have little choice. Amelie put her hands up, trying to calm us down. Calm down, ladies. The carvings are here. We just have to concentrate on getting the book, not fighting amongst ourselves. Tell Tanya to stop asking sus. (laughs) (laughs) Tell Tanya to stop being sus, I muttered, and then turned to look at the carving again. So, how does this open? The cistern chapel opening was allegedly put in as a way to smuggle witches in and out of the Vatican. Cistern chapel? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Tanya said, brushing more dirt off the carvings and looking at both of them thoughtfully. The way to open it has to be something that can only be performed by both witches and priests. She pointed back the way we'd come. The sewer tunnel leads out into the Tiber. Witches could just get thrown into the river and then safely find their way along these tunnels. Where we've just been walking on the stretches all the way under the Via della Cogiolone. <laughs> Understand? Conciliazione, <laughs> I think. Trying to fucking do... Conciliazione. Trying to do like Italian <laughs> names Russian or doing accent. a Russian accent. <laughs> she can just, she can just do a very funny Italian accent. <laughs> under San Pietro where we climbed down and just under Basilica the doorway should come out just under the Sistine Chapel right where a bunch of priests are voting in their new leader yes I know I said are you stalling for time how do we get the door open Tanya shifted this probably won't come as a surprise to you but with blood I groaned again what is this society's (laughs) obsession with blood let me guess, it's potency? <laughs> In a way, said Tanya, the doorway requires a mixture of witch's blood and Catholic blood. <laughs> Catholic blood? <laughs> I was getting very tired of Tanya's bullshit. Where are we going to get Catholic blood? <laughs> she rolled her eyes at me. I've planned for this. She reached into her bag and pulled out a small bag of crisps? Biscuits? Small disc-shaped food items. She then pulled out a small bottle of Campo Viejo Rioja yellow label. A small bottle of water and a book. Eight quid, no problem, mate. What is happening, said Kaylee. Even Amelie seemed somewhat taken aback as Tanya poured the water over her head while muttering to herself and put a wafer on her tongue. Still mushing, she broke the screw top on the wine and threw it back. Should should you be drinking right now? 
Tanya made a sign of the cross and then chucked the empty bottle over her shoulder. <laughs> Field conversion kit. These sort of barriers show up all the time in the Roman magic areas. I should be Catholic enough to fool it now. <laughs> You're Catholic now? I said, still feeling like someone had hit me with a blunt object. Magic is mostly about mental and emotional states, said Tanya, rolling her eyes again. Honestly, it's very simple. Now I just need to mix some of my blood with one of yours and put it in here. She pointed at a protruding carving of a gargoyle-like figure. His mouth was open, and a protruding bottom jaw that formed a cup shape. I examined it with distaste. The face appeared to be crying, <laughs> but the mouth seemed, little, seemed a bit too eager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whose blood are we milking this time? I said out loud, and Kaylee looked away. Emily looked a little abashed. I'm uh, afraid of blood, she said guiltily. I sighed and took out my ceremonial knife. Here we go again, I suppose. I pricked the tip of my finger with the tip of my blade and dripped it into the gargoyle's open mouth. Tanya shook her head. Not enough. The potency increases with the amount of blood you put in. Pierce somewhere else. I nearly threw my knife at her. You couldn't have told me that before I pierced my finger. <laughs> she shrugged and carefully sliced her arm just below the elbow, letting the blood trickle into the open mouth. I squinted at it, trying to see if I could tell that it was Catholic in some way. But it looked normal. <laughs> Maybe Luke, with his superior oratic abilities, could have sent something holy in the red eco, but not something like me. Someone like me. I sliced my arm, wincing at the pain, and also let it trickle into the gargoyle's mouth, oozing and mingling with the blood that already pooled inside, looking almost black in the dim light. All of a sudden, the mouth sprang backwards, slotting into the wall as the carvings began to glow. A strange, hideous gulping noise began to emulate from those same carvings as they twisted around each other, and I threw up my arms at Tanya. I hate this stupid <laughs> pervert wall, I said. She shrugged again. Catholics. <laughs> Are you okay? I felt pain. It's okay, we're almost inside. This far away and into the barrier, Marco's mind was barely a whisper inside mine. I knew that as soon as we got inside, I wouldn't be able to hear him at all, and the thought made me panic. I rubbed my eyes. I had spent most of my life alone. I could manage a few hours. Sending a wave of affection as best I could through the bond, I turned to look at the wall again. The blood seemed to pass through the carving, <laughs> travelling down it in small red streams, spreading out and covering the entire wall in narrow paths. As it reached the ends of the wall, it began to shake, the gulping noise getting quieter, until the wall itself cracked open, <laughs> almost soundlessly, and revealed a small space a few feet wide. Tanya put her hands on her hips and smiled in satisfaction. <laughs> Just as I thought. The Sistine Basement. It was a regular high ceilinged room with carved wooden pieces arranged around the edges. <laughs> Not regular. Wait, what did room. I say? You said regular. <laughs> Completely normal. Room. <laughs> it's a regular room. It's it a was a rectangular. <laughs> it's it a regular a one. <laughs> regular rectangular high ceilinged room with carved wooden pews arranged around the edges and biblical scenes painted delicately onto the walls. In contrast with the elegance of the room's construction, the objects in the room had an air of randomness as if shoved out of a desire to free up space elsewhere. elsewhere. <laughs> in short, it was a very high-rent storeroom. In the centre of the room, a red-robed man was bending down. 
stuffing a tapestry <laughs> into a cardboard box. He looked up as we entered and gaped. Uh, come, come sei arrivato qui? Siete demoni? There was an unmistakable fear in his voice, which seemed somewhat rude. No, siamo streche, said Amelie behind <laughs> him and hit him with a chair. <laughs> what? She said to our shocked, shocked expressions. I'm not afraid of other people's blood. <laughs> Smirking slightly, Tanya gestures for us to gather around a small map she'd extracted from her backpack. There are two places that the book could be. Either it is here in the Roman Vatican Library, or else it is in the private apartments in the Borgias Tower. Either way, we will have to check the archive in the library, so me and Haley will head there first. She looked at us. Amelie and Kaylee will keep an eye on the conclave and also on the outside. When we get the book, we'll come meet you. You two also need to prepare the signal for when me and Haley get the book. Do you understand? They nodded. I tried not to feel anxious about splitting from Haley. What would my parents say if they knew? Still, it's not like they were in any real danger from a bunch of priests, right? <laughs> How will we speak, sneak past the conclave? I asked. And Tanya held up a nun's habit that she'd extracted from her seemingly bottomless backpack. I will be wearing this. <laughs> and me? Tanya gestured towards the unconscious priest. Start stripping. <laughs> a short but uncomfortable time later, Tanya and I walked down the painted corridors of the Sistine Chapel. The walls were painted with even more biblical scenes. But that, none that I particularly recognised. <laughs> would, would I know them if I did? The stories I knew were from an entirely different perspective. The characters of Satanist church, no doubt, with only passing resemblance to these robed men and women. It's so strange to be here, I murmured to Tanya. I'd cast a light glamour of myself to look like the, former, the clothes former owner to the casual observer. But it wouldn't hold up under scrutiny, and I had to be careful not to attract attention. I don't think I've ever been in a Catholic church before, let alone th the Catholic church. That makes sense, she replied, <laughs> equally as quietly. The secret witch treaty counts any witch entrance into a Catholic space that isn't prearranged to be a violation. <laughs> You're committing many different crimes by being here. I know, it's highly illegal, <laughs> I pointed to a painting above us. Who's that? Jeremiah. And that, Daniel, and that one, Solomon. I stopped looking up at him. He didn't look much like a witch in this painting, whatever that meant. He just looked like an old painting of an old man. Yet for some reason I felt strangely moved by him. You know, said Tanya, the path we took to get here from the Tiber to the chapel past the obelisk. Some people call it the Key of Solomon. Nomis, I mean. You can see it from above. I looked at her in astonishment. Well, what does that mean? Hopefully. She looked at her hands. Hopefully. It means I'm right. Come on, we don't have a lot of time. The portal opens at noon. She pulled me by the hand and we continued down the corridor, carefully avoiding eye contact with the other priests we passed on the way. We came out of a side door into the Vatican Gardens and then made our way across to the library. It was empty. Most priests either discussing the prospective Pope candidates amongst themselves or resting in their apartments. It was smaller than I'd expected, barely the size of a local public library in London, 
But once again, incredibly decorated, arched ceilings came down to rectangular columns with wide bases that formed a line down the centre of the room, each one painted with more biblical scenes and embellished with vine leaves in blue and gold. On both sides of the columns sat rows of dark wooden desks with matching cushioned chairs, while each wall of the room was lined with rows and rows of bookcases. The floor was tiled marble and beautiful. Whoa, I said. Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Observe. Tanya pointed at a small bookcase containing row upon row of binders. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That's... (laughs) (laughs) That's where they should keep the archival records. That'll be far quicker than just looking through bookcases. Okay, let's go. I pulled out th- <laughs> Sorry. I pulled I pulled out the three binders marked I and handed one to her. Remember how books work, hacker girl? <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, and I threw down the binder I'd been looking through onto the table with a thump. I've checked the IMs 20 times. There's no immortal incantations listed. This had better not have been a wild goose chase. You're sure it's real, correct? I am. I... She stopped. Think like a Catholic. Try... (laughs) (laughs) Jazz's revenge. Try infernal incantations. I sighed and flipped the binder to in, brushing my finger down the list. Infernal, infernal... Wait, it's here! I jabbed my finger on the page. Infernal incantations! Yes! Tanya punched the air, jubilant. I knew they'd never call it the mortal. <laughs> they think that's the only soul who supports... <laughs> I knew they'd never call it the mortal. They think that only the soul is supposed to be immortal. What else does it say? Infernal incantations. A grimoire. Accessioned at some point in the 1500s, donated by unknown, author unknown, but erroneously attributed to, I stopped, attributed to Solomon? Tanya sat back in her seat and closed her eyes. The key of Solomon. It's the name of a book of magic that some people believe he wrote, but it's not. It's a map to that book. The foundations of magic as we understand it. And it was here, just like I always said it was. Oh, Haley, it feels so good to be proven right after all this time. Her expression was exultant, unintentionally reflecting a nun's habit that covered her hair, making her look like she was experiencing a religious reverie. The others, they never believed me, yet here it is. Well, here it isn't, I said, interrupting. It says it's on the first floor balcony in an environmentally controlled room. Her eyes snapped open. Then we'll have to go get it, won't we? Come on. She grabbed my hand, laughing, and we ran up the metal spiral staircase in the metal spiral staircase onto a metal balcony that was far new and out of place in the old Italian library. Tanya glanced at a sign in Italian, then led me past some more bookshelves, and up to a glass door with a small keypad on the side. Am I going to need to do magic to get past the alarms? I said, and Tanya just smiled. Look at it. I looked at it. It seemed normal, clean, except for one number which was almost worn away. <laughs> Stupid, said Tanya, and typed three eights into the pad. Instantly there was a beep, and the door unlocked itself. Jesus number, she explained, and we walked in, carefully closing the door behind us. 
Inferno, Inferno. Hey, wait. She crunched down. <laughs> there it is, on that shelf. Sure enough, I could see the accession number on the outside of the blue cardboard box. <laughs> I lifted it up carefully and opened it. Immortal incantation, I said reverentially. The most important book ever written. True. It looked very old. The cover made of dark leather and inscribed with a pentacle. Beneath it in raised lettering read, The Immortal Incantations, a grimoire of spells from Solomon, king, to his son Rehoboam, that he may be as wise as I. I ran my fingers along their spine. The pages were made of some sort of papyrus material. And despite its age, it seemed to be in perfect condition. Except... There's pages missing, I said, showing Tanya the torn edges. One of the spells. Someone <gasps> took it? Which one? Tanya flipped through it, carefully reading each of the spell's titles. There are records of spells that should be in here, but I can't be sure. Maybe... She stopped and looked at me. Huh. Interesting. What? I said, confused. What is it? No, you should carry the book for now, she said. I'll tell you later, but... No, later. I looked at her face, trying to suss out her thoughts, but she was implacable as ever. Not wanting to argue, I put it back in its storage box and zipped it into my shoulder bag. Okay, but I think I was interrupted by a quiet beeping noise that sounded very much like the same beep we'd make we'd made upon unlocking the storage room. I pulled Tanya into the shadows behind a bookcase, and we crouched out of sight as two male voices came into the room. I told you, no one comes in here, said the first voice. He sounded American, but with a New York... Oh, fuck. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. hang on. Oh, Oh, I yeah. told you, no one comes in here, said the first voice. He sounded American, but with a New York twang that made me think of sausages. <laughs> so you said, said the second voice, English and deep. His voice was distorted by the small glass room, but sounded eerily familiar. <laughs> Listen, I'm always walking in here. So now we're alone. The plan is going according to plan, said New York. All the pieces appear to be in place. Yes, the familiar man replied. I, I felt vaguely like they were being deliberately obtuse. <laughs> I'll gain control of my community and you'll take a proper charge of yours. I'd rather avoid unnecessary loss of life if you catch my drift. Lots of reputable friends around here I depend on for sustenance and protection. I'll do my best, although no promises. I have to wait for the team I've prepared to get into the correct position. Once they've been a little murdered, I'll get the portal closed, send the word out that the less civilised portion of the team was behind it all along. I should be politically free after that to do whatever I like to their little inhuman rights. It takes a delicate touch to get the correct messaging across, but then... The familiar voice paused. I've always been a keen origamist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, origami? I hadn't been able to place. Origami killer. <laughs> oh fucking hell! <laughs> I haven't been, Jason. 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 Origami. Jason. Wait, origami. Origami. <laughs> I hadn't been able to place the voice until that moment. Suddenly, I couldn't help but think of the only person I knew whose major hobby was origami. But surely it couldn't be. 
I shook my head, trying not to believe it, but I looked at Tanya and saw she too had realized, even without knowing about his origami hobby. <laughs> the person talking with the Italian-American gentleman. He could only be... Ah, my old friend Dom. I can always count on you to make the right crazes when it counts. I dropped my bag with a thump and watched as the two men stopped and looked around. Probably nothing, said the man I was beginning to suspect was a man I'd seen recently in a commercial for the role of Pope. But we should be getting back. Good luck, my friend. The man left the room the same way I came in, and only then did I allow myself to collapse onto the ground. Could it be the person behind the portals the entire time who was doing it for evil political reasons? was Uncle Dominic? Uncle Dominic? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Oh, this was so good. <laughs> fucking knocked out the park. Just Thank absolutely fantastic. I have one thing to say. Uh, origami. Like I'm origami. folding here. <laughs> I'm folding here. I'm folding here. I'm the origami hey. killer. Um... <laughs> I am slightly horny about the thought of Tanya as a nun. I'll be honest <laughs> with you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very horny. Tanya, uh, Haley chapter. I thought um, they have a lot of moments. It's a lot of role why, play that they're doing. Why? Why is the idea of nuns sexy? But uh, like, obviously, actual nuns very much not. But... Forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah. Forbidden yeah. fruit. <laughs> Repression. I mean, it's like a lot of women locked in together, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 many. Well, layers. they're all just they're all just having fun. They're all being yeah. Just girl just chicks have being. I don't know. Girls. I've seen I've seen the devils. Oh, uh, <laughs> Ken Russell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were having I've... they were having a lot of fun with that cross. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like that old expression: if it's raining really heavy outside, it's wetter than a nun's cucumber. Like <laughs> you've only got so much to work with. There was a reason they grew parsley in the garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really good. They like salmon. Mm. Hey. Thank you, Mamma Mia. When they uh, were carving a sus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I started it, I was like, I was like, I don't have any ideas. This feels, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. They're going, but then as I was writing, it's like, okay, I can feel, I can feel something going on. And I was like, so this is wild, right? Okay, so I was like, <laughs> is there a painting of Solomon on the roof of the Sistine Chapel? Right. Um, yeah. So I, so I typed Ooh. in Sistine Chapel Solomon, and there's this genuine belief that there's this thing you can see from space called the key of Solomon, which is so that it looks like a key because of the long street. And there's like the Sistine chapel and then like a bit that's like a square, that, that's sort of like a, a sort of key shape. Mm. And so I searched the key of this key of Solomon and the key of Solomon is genuinely a real, uh, spell book that Solomon's meant to have written. Oh my God. You're doing the Da Vinci code <laughs> oh. in real life. I know. And I was like, what the, the Da Vinci code is real. <laughs> It was like it just—it just seemed very coincidental because I didn't know Solomon had like spells associated with him. I just knew the sort of story where he doesn't cut a baby in half, but could have done. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's this so dates crazy. back to the 14th or 15th century Italian Renaissance. I know, yeah. right? It it's too a perfect. Example Renaissance. of Renaissance magic. Gabagma hey. e Maron. 
I'm just doing fucking Umberto Echo Foucault's Pendulum in real life, where I'm like making a fake story and then it turns out to be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, see if we talk about this enough then we're going to be in that bit at the bottom that says um, external links or mm. mm-hmm. oh, mentioned in yeah. oh, yeah. I can't wait to like speaking of like willing things into reality I can't wait to like uh, open up a web browser and suddenly it's magic net I think that uh mm. Mm, yeah, magic we've, not really revis- me out. we've not revisited magic net for a couple chapters which means i feel like it's my duty to next time yeah, yeah well we sort of we sort of been out of the um the influencer section of the book <laughs> for a little bit the influencer arc Tra- yeah the influencer. I, mean, I had a I, yes. I guess i might share this thought with you because i had this thought today uh i was thinking about like because i was listening to uh to a podcast um uh, Tales of Magic where they did it's like a D&D podcast but at one point they did a mini arc or they do a mini arc where that takes place like 500 years earlier and there's like you know reflections of the society already uh, that later become part of the main thing and I was thinking like if we set a, uh, if there was a heart spell story like a story in the Immortal Incantations universe but set like 500 mm-hmm. years earlier maybe you know oh, when the book God. was written or whatever I was imagining how there would also be a magic net, but it's like the name of a secret society. <laughs> I mean, it's a literal net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, see, I hate that you've said that because now there's like this real um, impulse to me to write the next chapter, but it's like, it's a flashback to when the, oh my the, God. the key of Solomon was created oh, and it gives uh, yeah. like the necessary law. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's like Haley's great 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 fucking whatever grandmother, because it's mm. all blood. It's all blood. It's, it's all, all blood. blood. <laughs> blood. It's Catholic blood. It's all blood, man. Blood. Just, I mean, if I did do that, if I did do like a chapter, you know, chapter twenty-two is suddenly like in sixteen twenty-five. Um, I mean. I just feel if it's a flashback, it has to be, um, like, diegetic. So maybe yeah. Haley like, has a flashback. She dream it. My yeah. wife keeps trying to get me to go on a diegetic, but I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe she, like, looks into the book and there's, like, one spell that sends her uh, yeah, into yeah. the past. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay, that's like, really into good. into her I also, ancestor's brain or whatever. I also love, Chaz, that you... Aired out your grievances <laughs> by by the book being called the Immortal Incantations, but because they're Catholics, it's the Infernal, yeah, it's infernal. Incantations. I think it makes a lot of I, sense. I like that. I, I was expecting something to come. I was like 90% sure you're going to do something with the Infernal Immortal thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I have it in my notes of... Um, <laughs> I've got like five notes of things that I'm thinking about when I'm going to do Heartspell. One of them I can't tell you because I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But the other ones just say evil Luke and Scorpio demi incest. Marco talks about 9-11 portal. <laughs> infinite <laughs> incantation slash immortal incantation. And those are my like ideas that I, yeah. I have. No, it's very Never good. Forget. I think it makes sense that they would be like, oh, this is too heretical. We're not even, we're not even allowed to say its real name. We're going to shelve it into a different yeah. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, 
Chaz, the the Roman carving that she was was that a priapus or a, like a phallus? Um, it was an amogus. Yeah, it was the first one was an amogus. It was an Among Us guy. Terrible. Oh, is that something you've previously had as a joke in that I haven't no, I've missed? This is just no. bringing it in now. It's just because people keep people keep. It's a thing on. It's stupid. It's a thing on Twitter where people keep like seeing stuff that looks like the Among Us guys are being like Among Us. Oh, oh I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. See, I didn't get that. I, I, I thought you were just poorly describing uh, like a, a Roman phallus. No, yeah, they always, I, they I initially thought that, and then I saw mm. the Among Us bit in the underneath. Thing yeah, when you said <laughs> when you said Among Us, then it became clear. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why I said it. And so then one time like, it was sus. You get it. Now the gargoyle face, I just thought well, wouldn't be funny if there was this like, fucked up crying gargoyle that was like give me blood. Little piss flower. That's what it is. But yeah. Yeah. Like. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was very good. But added a lot of flavor to this. I, yeah. I love the, I love this chapter. I love the, really good. I love the the, the way feel, it's the like feel. this one heist. Um, I love the yeah. way it's like less characters, so we, you know, we can really focus on them. Yeah, yeah. I like that Kaylee is there. I um, I really enjoyed the field conversion kit. <laughs> the Catholic, the, oh yeah, the, the Catholic yeah. shit, extremely yeah, the funny. And the fact that she so doesn't know what, what it is, she's like these small crisps. What are these crisps? <laughs> she doesn't understand. She's never been to a church before. <laughs> but that's interesting because, like, with Harry Potter, it's like that <laughs> consistent thing about how well, how do they know so little about Muggle culture, right? Like, but still yeah. know in the world, and then still. The, Still, at the same time, it has no implications on the story. So I feel like with Haley, there's something similar going on here about how she just doesn't know anything that like normal people would know about. Like, <laughs> no, she didn't go to school. She just got raised by fucking Cressida um, <laughs> in a shop. <laughs> so yeah, people are there I, like, "Hey, Haley, what's six add four? And she's like, "What?" <laughs> she knows math, but she's just like not allowed to know Catholic stuff. It's been, it's been kept from her. She looks at it. She's gonna go to witch jail. <laughs> um, I have some. <clears throat> so these are my suggestions about the immortal incantations, and I have eight of them. Okay. So I'm just gonna read them out because yes. they're 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 slightly relevant. So the first one, heart spell, obviously, obviously. we know it exists. The the mm. mental bond, the we heart bond between, we love it. It's we not know it. it's not in there though. It's been torn out. It's been torn out. I I I got that little yeah, nugget. Yeah, me too. I mm. I can I can. Yeah, I, I. I'm glad we're all geniuses for having made <laughs> that connection. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a little smiley face next to my notebook where I've written heart spell. Um, second, okay. second one is Dark Spell, which, as we mm-hmm. know, the second book in the series, um, it's going to be the spell that gets them out of the demon hole or something. Anyway, what about the yeah. third spell, oh. barbecue? We talked about this last time. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. makes you barbecue really good all the time. <laughs> if you want barbecue, you've got it. Hey, Solomon, you said you were gonna grill. <laughs> It was important, you know, they didn't have that many methods of cooking, so he was like, we need one specifically for Uh barbecue. Exactly. Number four, blood spell. 
this one and I can't decide whether it makes you not a vampire. I think this one just cures you of being anything. This one like just makes you human again. Yeah, it makes your blood normal. Can, can it can it can it do both? Can it like transfer you from one state to another? So like human yeah. to vampire or But vampire it also it also makes you racist and you start like <laughs> trying to calculate someone's blood quantum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got um, Earth Spell, which is the polite way of me putting like what I originally thought, which was the the immortal incantation where every time you roll a joint, you just roll it really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like there's no mm-hmm. cornetto end towards the end. Like, yeah, it's just a good yeah, I mean, like... all the way down, right to the right to the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think some Earth Spell is like originally able to do like a ton of um lettuce related stuff like the earth and mm-hmm. earth and grass related stuff that king solomon and his folks got a lot of use out of it but like in recent yeah. times it has just become the funny weed spell exactly yeah, it's, like, it's like, like a fertility thing yeah exactly because you, you first of all have to go to the effort of learning an immortal slash infernal incantation which is you pl- you you grow plants really good yeah. but then like what you're gonna you're gonna use that power to grow low value vegetables no you're gonna grow weed <laughs> which has some market value obviously <laughs> um i'm gonna put a little question mark next to earth spell about how does this affect the economy so <laughs> what's the spell that helps what, them take Patrick? the barrier down in the vatican that they're looking for well <laughs> i have three left right in my <laughs> list and uh, no, we can always add more is the thing this is so the three that i have left are death spell life spell and spleen mm. spell, spleen spell. <laughs> see now spleen spell what that does is it, it it's it's a spell you can do from this book that completely fucks up your spleen oh like, irreversibly ruins your spleen and then you have to go to hospital to get it taken out but the benefit is if you're a splenic you qualify for the covid vaccination oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a fast track into being clinically vulnerable oh my god you can okay (laughs) i've got one it's called feet spell and it was it was originally oh, yeah. to like to cross like long distances by making your feet really big, but now it's just like <laughs> beloved by perverts. But the thing is that we have to we have to think about the fact that the immortal incantations are a, a protected resource. Not everybody yeah. has the access to yeah. make their feet big and dumb no. and thick. No, which is really wrong, actually. We need hey. to seize the means of Feet, 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 the immortal incantations barbecue <laughs> it's like it's like okay so here's the thing right it's a little it's a little in between novella where we bring everybody's favorite characters back into the situation oh my god it's just like this kind of oh my god they're having a nice barbecue Horace it's a, is in the it's corner a Horace. Cooking, cooking human on like a separate grill yeah um 
It's but... a short horror side adventure that we sell as a charity book. I think it's got to be like that Sherlock episode that was like, oh, this is a fun Victorian adventure, non-canon. It's just a fun little Victorian thing for all you Sherlock Holmes fans. What if feminists killed people? And then, yeah, and then it turned out that it's actually like part of the fucked up story and everybody hated it. <laughs> well, yeah, and the whole plot was like, what if suffragettes killed people? Oh, that would be would fucked that be hot or what? Um, it would be. It would be, but so it would like start would. as like a as like a barbecue AU, right? Like the hot new alternative <laughs> to coffee shop AUs. Yeah, <laughs> a hot a barbecue hot. And yeah. then there's you like these seams cracking, and it's like, oh no, there's something darker going on. And then it turns out, oh, oh we're all still inside the portal or whatever, a, wherever the a last book ended. <laughs> They barbecue. are the barbecue. Yeah. Oh shit. Um they're gonna get barbecued. Yeah. A dark barbecue, but I think the thing is, right, so it's I know none of you guys have read the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. I've read it's a I've read a commentary on it. You have. I don't know if you've read the commentary on the final so there's three main books, it's a trilogy. But then after the trilogy had finished and the ending was somewhat satisfying, the author said, N- I'm going to do a little novella called A Court of Frost and Starlight. And I've, it's just a, in, it's just an incredibly boring Christmas AU in a, mm-hmm. in, in a society that doesn't have Christmas. So they're like, <laughs> oh, it's a Yuletide celebration. And mm-hmm. we're all getting together post-war to, to to hug each other and have sex and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. I don't think I've ever read any other mainstream fantasy book that like <laughs> very Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I mean, it it like I cannot describe how much it read like not even very good fan fiction, like. Just mm-hmm. the premise of people hanging out at Christmas and then being mad at each other and having personal dramas. It was terrible. And, like, <laughs> it was so terrible. And I'm so mad at it, but here's the thing. That's a published book. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, so is this. Could... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to the free feed, probably gonna be published. We'll probably even have the Hugo already. Yeah, we're a potentially Hugo nominated uh, novel. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, my potential novel that I potentially will write (laughs) Uh is potentially nominated for a potential Hugo award. Yeah, but like, basically, already. We probably already won. Yeah, potentially, I, yeah, and that's why it. I'm saying, like, if you're listening to the free feed, because obviously, once we win the Hugo, thousands, if not ten thousands, are gonna swarm to the free feed, and they will want to listen to the entire thing. So, like, if you're listening yeah, to it, like, there's a high likelihood you're listening from far into the future when this book is already like in the Library of Congress. Yeah, they're gonna you mm. you're gonna walk into a bookshop and you're gonna see that section where they have. Um, Here's some podcast pictures that you should l- listen to these podcasts, and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit! Why am I buying books? This one was Hugo nominated. I gotta go fucking listen to Heartspell." 
They put my book in the Library of Merrill Congress because it's fucking awful. Hey. <laughs> Mamma mia. Hey, Mamma mia. No, wrong, yeah. you. I don't know. I'm very much in favor. Like, I think I've gone on record saying this. Uh, very much in favor of, like, there being a very noticeable quality dip a few books into this series where it becomes very clear that the authors have no idea what they're doing anymore. And it's like, uh, like you know, yeah, the original idea really was the... <laughs> The original idea was there to be like a, they go to Ireland and then they they have like a weird leprechaun adventure for a whole book. I had oh so that exactly like dark light. Yeah, but I'd also like it, I would be interested to see where a degradation of plot could lead us. <laughs> because I think we could like do some genre flips. Yeah. I don't know if that would be like destroying the premise of the books. But like I can imagine us getting into some strange places. At, oh man, at some it would point. be so cool! I would love to do like some other genre stuff, like some, you know, like a fucking community episode, right? Like <laughs> where it's like yeah. suddenly everyone is playing in a sci-fi story or whatever. Hey, you want you want a you want a fucking quality dip? I'll write the next book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> George, I would love that. You this know has I been a plan me, all along. Buy me a cocktail of mystery drug pills, and I will take all of them. <laughs> I, think, I think George has to write barbecue. <laughs> George oh, writes barbecue. So oh my god, George, George, George you, have to write a, you have to write a novella of barbecue. I'm pouring myself a drink at the moment. He's <laughs> just gone. <laughs> He's gone. just walked away from the mic. <laughs> He is. He is yeah. saying no to barbecue. You can't, you can't hear me from across the room. I'm pouring myself a drink. Ah. Okay. Oh. But would you write barbecue? Pouring myself a drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a no. I, I opened well, maybe up a the, maybe. I opened up a copy of this Key of Salomon, by the way. You want to hear like some of the some of the stuff that's in it? Yes. There's um, just just some examples. Um, Stronger and more potent conjuration. That is basically what we're doing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then chapter seven. That, that was chapter six. And chapter seven is an extremely powerful conjuration. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip one. Then it's like experiment concerning things stolen. Experiment of invisibility. And then, then Ooh. the real insane shit starts with experiment of love and how it should be performed. Yeah. Experiment or operation of the fruit. The operation of love by her dreams and how one must practice it. <laughs> then it becomes fucking uh, how, to, how to gain friends and influence people. Because the next one is experiment of seeking favor and influence. Experiments mm. to be made regarding hatred. Operations of mockery and scorn. This is just what Sounds we Sounds like read. my wife. It's the same. It's the same. It's the next... Is the next one barbecue? The next one is barbecue. Yes. <laughs> okay. The next one is barbecue, and shockingly, it's been written by our own George. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I'm I'm going to need all of the spells for mocking and sh- and scorn uh, possible. 
Yeah, we say those before we start each podcast. That's just how we, we uh-huh. just, that's how we do it. Experiments relating to mockery and scorn may be performed in many ways. When thou shalt wish to yeah. practice these experiments with regard to any person, thou shalt observe the day and the hour we have already, as we have already said. Should it be necessary uh, to write characters or words, it should be done upon virgin paper, and we shall show, show as Ooh, we shall show further on. Virgin, <laughs> fucking! I don't use virgin paper. I use paper that's been cummed on. <laughs> I say, when I when I conjured up mock and scorn, I they they didn't call it magic; they called it a wedding. <laughs> and here's the here's the actual spell, right? So it says uh, you have to uh, you know follow all these rules, and then thou shalt pronounce with a low voice the following words. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna actually copy paste this into this uh, into the. You're not ready to say it. Discord. The power. Uh, so <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> God, magic's so dumb. Why do people like magic? Abdak, istak, ordak, kastrak, quack, cursor, tristator, desiror, detestator, incantator, for come hither, all ye who love the times and places wherein all kinds of mockeries and deceits are practiced. Five. The letters are footnotes, I think. Ye or the numbers. Who make these things disappear and who render them invisible come hither to deceive all those who regard these things that they may be deceived and that they may seem to see that which that they see <laughs> not and hear that which they hear not so that their senses may be deceived and that they may behold that which is not true come, come ye, ye then, then hither, hither and, and remain, remain and, and consecrate this, this enchantment, enchantment seeing, seeing that, that god, god the almighty and lord hath destined, destined ye for such, for such. kiss kiss Pretty good. Uh, xoxo gossip girl <laughs> 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 and then it says when this experiment is completed in this manner in the hour and time which we have shown and taught also the foregoing words abak abdak etc should be written with the pen as here and after ordained but if the experiment is performed in a different way yet shalt thou o- Always say the aforesaid words, and they should be repeated as before given. If thou practices these things in the manner correctly, thou shalt arrive at the effect of thine operations and experiments by the which thou mayest easily deceive the senses. Oh. We do this, we write this spell out, and we just get like a loads of negative reviews on our <laughs> podcast. Oh no. I am but currently writing You know this. what? I think Terry Pratchett was right when he wrote um, Eric as a, a, a wee... Like a small teenage <laughs> fucking incel nerd shitbag, because o- only people like that would have the, the fucking energy to to study this bullshit. <laughs> magic cancelled. Bad. I don't like magic anymore. No, it's pretty lame. Uh, but yeah. The thing Sucks. is, the magic that we write is good. Yeah, very good. Oh yeah, that yeah. That's I'm thinking. Real magic. I'm I'm looking at the words that lead into this, and I'm thinking of this one Jennifer Lopez song. And I'm trying to remember Hola. how it goes because it Me would work perfectly Jennifer. with these. Um, I'll I'll get there. I'll I'll think <laughs> of it at some other point and I'll tweet it and it'll be very funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know Jennifer Lopez was Spanish. I've been to Benidorm and didn't see her once. Emmanuel Kant. Yeah. Emmanuel. So Emmanuel what was I going to say? I was going to say something about something. Oh yeah. So I left it open because I think there does need to be a Haley. Um, Uncle Dominic confrontation, yeah. but I, I, I wanted it to be a bit later because I want her to have like you know like a moment. Yeah, I mean, I did have a, like once they got like they got the book and the one once again exquisitely written sequence. Uh, once they like had the book and then they observed like these two people uh, t- 
talking, but they were also like, you know, they're still like in there, right? I, I was thinking, damn, we're really racing towards the climax of this book. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. This feels very, uh, very, um, you know. Pre-climactic? Yeah. <laughs> very much yeah. like the juice, uh, the juice we're, is already we're at the end now. of this or nearing the end. Yeah. I was thinking because I was like, I really, I reached a point when I was writing this chapter where I just kind of wanted to write the whole rest of the book myself. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to get out <laughs> See, of this mindset. I understand that, Chaz, but... <laughs> but remember, we <laughs> are all one in wanting to finish us. the book ourselves. And yeah, we'll... exactly. Well, that's what I was doing. So I was like, so I could do the, like this big confrontation here and make it even longer. But rather than doing that, I'll just like leave it open. And then whoever comes next can like make the decision on... How they want to do that. uh, To atone for this, join me in prayer and magic spell. (laughs) Furthermore, I hate the sins which I have committed in all my senses, by sight, by hearing, by taste, by smell, and by touch, in every way way that human weakness can offend the Creator, by my carnal thoughts, (laughs) deeds, and meditations. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, like, the thing is, the thing is, we are to... the the three of us are basically like one person at this point we mm. our minds are like at the same wavelength in such a way that you know basically it's gonna feel like you finished it by yourself even though it's written by others so yeah yeah i mean we haven't discussed who will end up writing the last chapter and what that will look like yeah, because um, we don't know just, we don't, we don't know, know how many more chapters are left no, that's very true. It's it's all dependent. What if I just ended it in the next one? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking I would... that that's going to be an incredible power game. Whoever gets to the final chapter and the rest <laughs> don't know. And then it's like, and this is the end. <laughs> I... Yeah. We all have the power to say, no, it's not. Yeah. Because, I think still again, book we've talk- we talked about this before, but Bella Forest book endings are not... <laughs> They don't really end, yeah. So, so the idea of one of us ending it completely and and having a, a satisfying endpoint, and then the others being too annoyed to let that <laughs> to sit, and then carrying on writing is completely within what we set out to do. Yes, I don't know how the how the rest of you feels, but to me, I think I don't think I will like I I, I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna end next chapter or even with my chapter, but no. I I won't be disappointed once it's over. Like I think, I think once the first book is finished, I I, I will be like, oh hell yeah, we'll finish the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just be I, like, wow, I'm excited. I, I wrote a third of a book. Yeah, and it'll be like we did a thing together, and yeah. it's cool, and we finished it, and that would be cool. And then I, I was like, the, see, I did the yeah, most difficult here. part, which was where you have to do. A French accent, a Russian accent, <laughs> a, a <laughs> Swedish accent, <laughs> and, a, and a, the other one. What's yeah. the other one? Spanish. French. Spanish. No, Spanish. Maybe, maybe Spanish. Spanish-ish. Spanish. I think this is good. When we started this, I wasn't... You know, when we came up with the pitch episode, I thought it was a joke and that we weren't actually going to write a book. I was oh, like, really? <laughs> and how yeah, far when, we've come. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But then when you were like, okay, I'm going to write the first chapter, I was like, okay, so we are doing this then. This is like a thing that we're actually going to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I was I was fully there for it. If it had dropped off, I don't think I'd have minded too much. But I am incredibly... Um, 
how to put it, soulfully filled mm-hmm. by the fact that we have done <laughs> this much work. Because, like, I was thinking the other day, like, if I was going to put something on my wall that represented my achievements in life, would I put up the certificate of my degree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or would I put up the heartfelt book cover? <laughs> oh, and my God. I was God. just thinking, well, only one of those is going to make me money. So... <laughs> <laughs> I would have a frame picture. I'd do one like a poster, like a like yeah. a big poster of the Heartspell cover. I think that would be great. Anyway, okay, we've gone on for a long time. We have this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there is there any more praise you'll you want to give me before we before we end the episode? No, but I will say Ramadan Mubarak. Yeah, Ramadan Mubarak to all our Muslim listeners, if there are any. I have so many tabs open with maps of the Vatican in them. Um, <laughs> um, Getting a knock on the door from the Swiss guard. <laughs> what are you trying Hello, to do? Hello, madame, uh, where you've been trying to break into this, uh, this Vatican? Look at my yeah. pantalon. Uh, yeah, okay. So Next week I'll write um, something to do with cults, probably. Um, and I will... Oh man, I don't know. The, the the temptation to do a, a deep, deep, deep ancestral flashback is really strong with me now for some reason, so <laughs> I might just do that. But we'll see. You'll see. Let's make the book You'll even longer. See. I think yeah. that's good. The, You'll all what see. What if we actually do like another 15 chapter uh, flashback? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the adventure zone where it's like extended, yeah. extended flashback arc um, mm. right before it ends. Uh, graduation. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. God. So, this has been Heart Spell, the thing you love. Heart if you're spell. Heart Spell, if you're a public listener, then thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you're a Patreon subscriber, shit. give us all you your more. fucking money now. <laughs> we we greatly appreciate the money you give us. Um, yeah, you are the carpet you... into which we grind. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna make a lot of sense for people who don't listen to who yeah. watches the watch yeah when it's been like there's been like 20 episodes in in that and they don't even listen to it and mm. they're like what the fuck are they talking well, about with i'm topics? so upset that george r. r martin did the hugos last year uh, and not like mm-hmm. next year like it would that would have been so epic if we got our Hugo from Georgia and Martin personally. Anyway, I like that. Would be very good. We'd be like, "Hello, have you heard of our podcast? It's very good." <laughs> <laughs> we talk about you all the time. It's so fun. Maybe Neil Gaiman is gonna do the next one. No. Oh my god! Imagine if Neil Gaiman presented us our Hugo Award. That would break me, but it would be beautiful. It would be a beautiful moment. Um, uh, Car- Carlos Savola presents. Um, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, and we will see you next chapter. But until thank you then, for giving us the money. Big, if you did, guess what? Mm-hmm. Big will keep on spinning. Big will keep, keep on, on spinning. Spinning, <laughs> spinning go burr. Wheel go burr. <laughs> big wheel go burr. <laughs> Being thrown off the big wheel. Okay, yeah, bye. bye. Here. Small, uh, small axle. They also spin. Fuck. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Senor.
Why do you see back in all that? Only that's a more. 